0: Welcome to Sandy Alemian's Soul Studio Podcast. This is a time out for you to feel some peace and a connection to your soul and to God. You'll hear raw, real, honest conversations offering a different perspective about life and death to bring you to a place of hope, healing, and encouragement. So now, here's your host, author, healer, and medium, Sandy Alenia.
1: Hey everyone, welcome back to the Soul Studio. I'm so glad you're here. First of all, thank you so much for all the encouragement and feedback that you have sent about the first few episodes. It really means a lot. Thank you. So today you're in for a treat. How often in your life do you put everything ahead of your own spiritual path? You guys, I have for so long in my life And in today's episode, we're going to talk about that and how there's been a little bit of a shift and how I went through that. But also, I'm with my dear friend Linda Pistana in her living room. Again, Linda is an author. She's a former nun and a grief educator. And six years ago, she had an accident in her home that left her with a spinal cord injury and she's now a quadriplegic. So in this episode today, we talk a lot about our own spiritual path, and we really get into this idea of forgiveness, and most importantly, self-forgiveness. So make sure you stay until the end, because at the end, I'm going to bring all of us through a really beautiful meditation that's going to help you to feel a little bit more free and more peaceful, and hopefully help you to release some of your own areas where you might have been unwilling to forgive. Here you go. Enjoy the podcast. Hi, Linda.
0: Well, hello there, c <laughs> We're back.
1: We're back.
0: Yes, and it's wonderful to see that smile.
1: How are you feeling?
0: I'm doing okay. I'm hanging in there. Mm-hmm. Yes, I am. Yes, you are. I'm not going to go anywhere right now. I still have a few things I want to do.
1: Yeah, we're not done with you yet. You don't think so? I I hope not.
0: Thank you. Mm. God's in charge. Yes. I take every day now with a new breath, knowing that it's a gift because I am here on borrowed time. Mm. And I know that I hear people say, we're all here on borrowed time. But my statistics have been five years. And guess what, folks? It's six and a half. So I celebrate every day as a new day. And I don't take it for granted. So now I am sitting here with a beautiful lady (laughs) who I have come to love and has always loved Sandy, she has something that (laughs) nobody else has. She has the Sandy vibe, and she shares it so well. We were sitting here a little bit ago, and she started talking about something that happened
1: to her. In my meditation? In your meditation.
0: So, So, Sandy, could you share that?
1: Absolutely. So I have been, and I think I mentioned this in the last episode that we did, that I'm putting... God first more, and I want to become less self-reliant and more God-reliant. So I I meditate and I pray every single morning, and actually during the day too, but especially in the morning, that's my time. So I was meditating this morning on an app, it was called Hallow app. Okay, just a side note, you guys. The meditations on Hallow are narrated by Jonathan Rumi, who plays Jesus on The Chosen. And he's adorable. Okay, just had to share that. So the one this morning was, you know, picture yourself on a park bench by a stream and, you know, go sit on the bench and just wait for God. Just wait. Take some breaths and wait for God. Well, when I walked over to the bench, Jesus was already sitting there waiting for me. And I heard immediately, God's always been waiting for you, Sandy. Sandy. Always, wow. and I know that's not just true for me. I believe that's true for all of us. So I, I went and I sat down on the bench beside him, and held his hand. Now I think I have a little crush on Jonathan Reimer. <laughs> I think he's so handsome. <laughs> so yeah. that's who I see. That's whose face I see as Jesus in my mind's eye. So I'm holding his hand, and I kind of put my head on his shoulder, and then, in my in this meditation. I saw Kenny come up to us. And Kenny wanted to get in between Jesus and me. And both of us... I, was, I didn't have my head snuggled onto his shoulder anymore. I was just sitting there holding Jesus' hand. But, but uh, both Jesus and I said, No, no. Nope. And then he motioned for Kenny to come sit on his other side. And so he took Kenny's hand in one hand and he took my hand and his other hand and he lifted both of our hands up in the air and he said this is what I want and it was so beautiful because my entire life I have put everything in front of God, everything especially when I've been in a relationship I have made that man my God I have made Kenny my God not that I'm obeying him I, you know it's not that but it's I put his wants, needs, desires before my time with God. Do you know what I mean? Yes. And I'm not doing that anymore. I'm keeping God first. So that was really cool, though, Linda. I, I, I've put so many things before my time with God and so many things as more important than my relationship with God. And I think that's the biggest shift in me right now is that 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 comes first. Can you talk more
0: about that, Sandy?
1: About putting God first and it becoming more important? Yeah. So, a lot of my mental space probably in the last 10 years has been spent on how do I grow my business? How do I get more clients? How do I reach more people? Do I how do I help the world? How do I become famous? How do I start this? And it was it was all about Expanding the work that I do because I got a lot of accolades. I got a lot of attention for the work that I do. Now, I don't know that I need the accolades. I know I certainly don't need the fame because something else is filling me first. It feels like my relationship with God, as I'm putting it first, that's filling the void that I had that I tried to fill with so many other things. Like if I just reach this amount, income-wise, well, then I will be, then, see, then I will be a success, and now it's like, that's not really important to me, it's not, I, I, I've always been, I've always been taken care of, I've always, I've always been in a flow, there have been periods in my life where I didn't have a lot of money at all, and those were scary times, but I'm realizing, and it was something that you and I talked about in the last episode, where it was the vows that you took, the vow of, poverty the vow of celibacy the vow of obedience i meditated on those the next day because there was something about them that was so attractive to me that i really wanted to i wanted to live that kind of life and what came to me was you don't it's not that you have to have no money and be in poverty just don't allow money and your relationship with money to come before your relationship with god it's not that you can't have a romantic relationship or a sexual relationship. You can. Just don't put that before God. And for the obedience one, it was you can do other things and many other tasks. Don't put that as more important than your relationship with God. So that was pretty powerful for me.
0: I think that, you know, when you, when you try to live your life, focused on what's important. And I believe strongly that what's important is that we leave this world a better place and that our footprints will go on through what we leave behind Mm -hmm. so that they in turn can leave something special behind.
1: I love that. I love that. So the the words... There have been so many words inside of me this last week since I talked to you. And it was kindness. I've always considered myself a kind person. And I'm seeing ways in my life that I haven't acted very kindly. Whether it's judging someone, impatience with people. Judgment was a big one though. Judging myself, judging other people. Like I keep saying I just want to be kind. I I just want to be kind to everybody. Everybody, big ways, small ways, and I want to give more. I want to help people. And the word righteousness came up, too, because I heard that in one of my meditations. And I, that word used to just grate on my nerves. I, it, it just reminded me of being a kid, and you'd hear these sermons of God's righteousness, and it, it just was a turnoff for me. So when I heard that word righteousness in one of my meditations this week, the way that it was explained was is being right with God. Being right with God. And so for me, that means do the right thing. Even if I don't feel like doing it, do the right thing. Make that call. Forgive that person. Take out the garbage. Make the bed, even though you think it's Kenny's turn to <laughs> make the bed. Or whatever, you know, stupid little things like that. Like to not be so stubborn In my own mind, but just if that thought comes to me, do this. I do it.
0: How powerful is that? It's
1: pretty cool, Linda.
0: What a message. And there will be times when we want to do something, but we can't. And we have to let go of that. Mm. That's part of righteousness. You know, I've been spending time at night just going over my life. And I've been seeing things in my life that I don't like. Mm -hmm. And I say to myself, oh my God, please forgive me. I can't go back to that time. That was a long time ago. But please feel in my heart the forgiveness that I need to send send out.
1: And do you feel it right away?
0: No, because the next thing I think about it again, we tend to hang on to things, right?
1: So what you're talking about is self-forgiveness, right? Correct. Forgiving, your, forgiving yourself. Because yes. I, I believe that as soon as we say, God, forgive me, it's done. Absolutely. It's done. So it's the self-forgiveness. That's right.
0: That's right. We...
1: So let me ask you a question. Why would you hold on to not forgiving? How would that serve you? What would that do? It
0: doesn't serve us. Yeah. It doesn't serve us. So
1: why do you think why do you think you'd hold on to that?
0: You know, I think sometimes as we store it
1: mm-hmm. in
0: ourselves because immediately when something happens, it's always their fault. It's not my fault that that happened. Until you look back and you say, "Oh my god, mm-hmm. If only, Mm. if only, and I think that's what I mean. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. So I get
0: it. In looking back and saying, I, I ask forgiveness. I know God has already forgiven me. Yeah. But it's that, it's that humanness, that comes out so often. Are you really? Yeah. Hasn't that happened to you?
1: It has. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm sort of on this turbocharged path right now of forgiving myself for everything and anything. Yeah. And so I'm like, okay, God, show me, show me where I haven't forgiven myself. And what the, my process is I'm being, I I get sometimes brought to a memory. I'm like, oof, I remember that you. Yeah. Okay. But it's the younger version of me who didn't know. Who didn't know that's right. any different. She didn't know how to do it differently. She didn't know how to act any differently. Even in my worst moments, that's the best she could muster. And it's like, I have compassion for her, for that younger self. I have compassion for her. <clears throat> that's the only way she knew how to get attention. I feel like there's a kindness to myself that I'm experiencing that um, I don't know that I ever have to this degree, Linda. I'm, I'm, I have been pretty hard on myself. Oh. Really hard on myself. Comparing myself to everybody and anybody and feeling like I wasn't doing enough and that I wasn't enough. And that's one thing that I prayed for last week. Like, God, release in me this this energy of comparison and I don't feel it anymore, Linda. It's gone. It's gone. Even this idea of people pleasing. God, release in me or from me the energy of people-pleasing. The only reason I'm people-pleasing is because I'm putting that person before my conversation with God.
0: You know, Sandy, what? I think that the kind of work that we've done, mm-hmm. you know, myself in spiritual direction and, and bereavement, we kind of teach people... Help people to say I am enough. You know, I used to tell people yeah. to look in the mirror and to say I am enough. And
1: Angel, come here. Hold on. Linda's little puppy Angel is right on her chest. <laughs> come here, She's come here, okay. honey.
0: And I, I think sometimes we speak the words to others, mm. but don't let it sink in. Yeah. And that's what I'm doing now. As oh, I look wow. at my life review, you know, of where I've been as a, as a little girl, because all those memories are coming up, wow. and letting go, and forgiving myself and forgiving them, and letting God in, and I think that's where so many of us forget that we're already forgiven if we've asked mm. to be forgiven.
1: But forgiving ourselves.
0: That's the one That's that we a... hold on to. And, and I'm trying yeah. to let go. Nice. That's the it go. Nice. That really changes us.
1: It really, I have felt a peace that I have not felt in a long time. I have felt peace in many moments and in many days. But this extended peace that I'm feeling right now, it can only be God. That I know. Yeah.
0: You're absolutely right. Mm. And I hope the people that are listening understand what we're saying. The most important thing is that we're humans mm. and we make mistakes. Yeah. And, you know, we we make mistakes and we make mistakes. Mm-hmm. But as we get older, and it doesn't necessarily mean that you have to get older to understand it. But to come to the place of realizing that we are not just a piece of nothing. We're a piece of a treasure. Okay. We're a piece of God. And if we say that, there's that great goodness that is inside of us. And it's that goodness that I see so often in it. Mm-hmm. You have a place where I just look into your eyes and it goes right to your soul. Right. So, and I say that with all sincerity. Thank you. So I hope people, you really come to know this girl, said <laughs> because she is a breath of fresh air. That's my truth. And I'm going to say it and stick to it.
1: Thank you, Linda.
0: You're wonderful. So are you. Thank so you. So are you. Thank you.
1: You know, I, and I'm human still, and I have my moments, and... There are moments when I'm I can be quick to react, but what I'm noticing is I'm quicker also to catch myself and to go, oh you know what? Whether it's with like if it's with Kenny, it's like, oh Kenny, I'm sorry I reacted like that. This is what it was really about. I felt hurt about this.
0: And if you could share that with as many people as you can, it's going to make such a big difference in their lives. Mm. People need time to stop, to pay attention, and to allow yourself to hear the whispers within your soul. Because yeah. that's where the answers are.
1: It's all there. It's all there. And I let my busyness get in the way of that. I would, I would be telling my clients, oh, you know, meditate. It'd be great for you. Here's some meditations you can do. And I was maybe meditating once a week, maybe twice. And then I would go weeks without meditating. And I could, I could always feel like something was out of alignment. Yeah. Until now, it's like every day I'm getting filled. Every day. Kenny and I were in Naples at the beginning of the year, and we had gone to the Unity Church in Naples. That's where we got married. Um, but we went for to a Sunday service, and I think it was the first Sunday of the this new year. And the minister had given us each a two-inch by one-inch little white slate. It was a little bitty thing. And a crayon or a, a marker or something. And she said, she led us all through a meditation, and she said, I want you to, listen for one word, one word that will be your word. And my word was surrendered. I know. I didn't know at the time, I didn't know what it was gonna bring me into by saying, All right, I wanna I really wanna live this word. I don't wanna just practice it. I wanna live it. And that that's a big difference, difference. to me. Yeah. Big difference. Um anyway, and it feels like this is what my life is becoming and now I can see how I wanna Teach differently, too. It's wild. So, Kenny's former wife, Sue, was one of my dearest friends. I had known her for about 20 years. <clears throat> she would come to a lot of my different workshops and a lot of that through the years. And then she started coaching with me, um, I want to say, five years before she passed. And that's when we became close. When she passed, it was one of my meditations that I had done. She came to me and she said, Sandy, you're there to help people find their joy again. And the way that you're going to do it is to help them clear their path to God. I'm like, wow, that's beautiful. And there was still a part of me that was afraid to put that out there. Like, I want to help you clear your path to God. I I wasn't, I didn't announce it. I'm like, yeah, I can help you find, find peace. But I feel like I'm feeling into a different boldness, I guess. Because that's is really what I want to do. I want to help people come back into their relationship with their own faith, whatever that means to them, into the God of their understanding, so that they can have peace and they can have that feeling of surrender and flow and release the worry and the angst. Because now I'm, I'm, no matter who I listen to, my little brain goes, "Oh, that would be so easy to pray for. Wow, if they only just prayed about it, right? That's just that's my filter for everything." I love the power of prayer. Love it. you want to hear something weird? Yesterday, Kenny and I were taking a walk on the beach. I don't know why the thought just popped in. I said to him, Kenny, let's sing some oldie songs. You know what song I started singing first? Because we like to sing together. In the still of the night When I held you Held you tight and I won't let you go. Promise. <laughs> Promise um I don't know the rest of the song.
0: Oh my god, stop
1: because I'm gonna crash. But you know what I'm sensing Linda? Like and this is what I've this is what I've been sensing the last couple of days. A lot of the songs that I hear. Every song, it's like either God singing it to us or us singing it to God, and we don't know it. That's true. How cool would that be if we started hearing songs like that, that God was speaking to us or we were speaking to God in a song?
0: So many of them. Bridge over troubled waters. Mm. Brings me there. You know that song?
1: Yeah, I love that song. My favorite song. When you're weary, feeling down, down, and times and evening falls (sighs) so hard, I will comfort
0: you. Oh my God! Mm. It's not quite like that.
1: Something like that.
0: I love that song.
1: <laughs> I just butchered it so. Oh
0: my God, that's all. Right. <laughs> I didn't help. Oh my God, but it's too silly. Feeling sandy. small
1: when times days, times. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna stop. <laughs>
0: Tough. Oh my God. Anyways, I love that song. You know what? what? I want everyone to hear this. <laughs> I want it on my tombstone. What? Don't ever forget to laugh. Best gift in the world.
1: Want to hear something else weird? What? Remember I told you this month has been all about God? I have laughed more this month than I have in a long time. No. Swear to God. Good. Well, you know why, Linda? Because, like I was saying before... The way I was thinking before was always about how can I do this and how can I do that and should I build a funnel for this and the marketing and, the, and it was all heavy and serious. Now it's like I don't really care about any of that. It will happen the way it's meant to happen or I'll connect with someone who can help me. It's not mine to worry about and it feels so light. I have a question What What's
0: happened to you?
1: Have you not been listening this whole podcast?
0: <laughs> no. I just had to say it for you. Because oh, I feel it. I feel it inside out. Have, you haven't changed. You really haven't changed. Oh, I feel like I I have. think you've put priorities. You've shaped it. Remember you used those three words. Mm-hmm. And you had God number two. And God was saying, hey, you. When will you choose number one for me? And then it will really shift your thinking. Mm. What were you going to tell me? I
1: was going to ask you a question. What? Wow. Why are you answering me like that? Excuse me. Me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> me. Oh, I forgot. I didn't to... To...
1: I'm curious. What do you want to leave them with?
0: I want to leave them with a no- that i Left an imprint mm. in their hearts that I loved, and that I was kind. That's it.
1: That's it. Do you know that's the imprint that you have left on me? Do you know that?
0: Oh, don't be really cry.
1: I'm not doing anything. I'm just sitting here. Having oh, a cup I'm of sorry. Tea
0: with
1: you. <laughs> Seriously, you have
0: so every time
1: when I every time when I come here, it's like I get I get such a gift in and just being with you and having these conversations. This morning, one of my meditations was, it was about connecting with God. I imagined my whole body being lifted and then I went into the light. My dad was there, my mom was there, my mom was holding Talia. Um, Behind them were my dad's parents, my mom's parents, a favorite uncle of mine. And Sue, his former wife Sue, they were all there. And I I went to each one of them and I just, I don't know if we just looked at each other. It was so beautiful and so peaceful. And when I got to Talia, I heard something like, you gave birth to a, a real angel. I'm living on through you. It's why you don't connect with me as a baby energy anymore. It was like I really feel like she was an angelic presence that kind of like, whew, kind of broke me open and and put me on a whole different path. Anyway, so I, I was in that space. I'm like, wow. It was so peaceful. And the meditation ended and I floated back down back into my body again. But that's what I imagine. That's what I imagine it to be. Just this peace and this light. My dad said he was proud of me. That made me cry.
0: Did your mom speak to you? Now, you were really close to your mom, right?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know if she spoke anything. It was I don't know that they were words. It was just more love. Yeah. It was just a knowing. I guess I want that for everybody. I want everybody to know that. I want everyone to feel this peace. When I had
0: my experience, when I fell mm-hmm. and I went somewhere, I believe I went to heaven and I was in this tunnel with flowers on both sides and I was at peace like you would never wow. believe I love it. That. I felt like I was I was just floating and I went through my whole life. I saw everything and I felt forgiven. Like I've never experienced that. And I looked up, and I saw this beautiful light. it was drawing me towards it. I was just like, oh my god, I want to go. I want to go there. But as I approached it, I was feeling so much love. Like it was unbelievably beautiful. I felt every part of me was whole. And all of a sudden I heard the words, Linda, it's not your time. I want the story produced before I die.
1: Because I want to see how many lives I can change. Well, you're doing it every day. You know that, right? And you know that... When you and I go live on Facebook or through these podcasts, Linda, you're going to be touching people's lives. You know that, right? Do you? Yes. It might not be millions right away, but I was just listening to Joyce Meyer on the way here. She was saying, when you start something and you start out small, God's going to use that and build it. So maybe this is where it has to start. There's a few hundred, a few thousand listen to these podcasts. I don't know. I don't know how many people will. But it's a start. That's so right. yay. Thank you, God.
0: What I want, and I, I say it because I'm repeating it, I want to leave this world a kinder of place. Mm-hmm. So many people don't believe in themselves. They don't believe there much. And every person is a piece of God. There's something inside of us That calls
1: us to live don't miss out oh Linda what a treasure she is isn't she such wisdom from that beautiful soul so let's take a deep breath together I want to bring you through a guided visualization just a short meditation because we talked about forgiveness today and I want you to really experience that so take a breath God, I ask you to gently guide each and every one of us. Gently guide us to those places in our lives where we may have acted out of fear, we may have acted out of ignorance, we may have acted out of hurt or anger. God, gently loosen the grip that we have on those moments in our lives. Help us to truly see that we didn't know how to do it differently in those moments. Give us the compassion to pour all over those versions of ourselves. The compassion and the love and the healing that they need so that they can release any form of self-punishment, self-sabotage, create in them a willingness to completely forgive themselves so that they can feel the freedom that is truly here for them. We know that as we release ourselves and we forgive ourselves, it then becomes easier for us to forgive others. And God, help us to find the lesson and the gifts in any painful situation in our lives. Speak into their hearts. Help them to know that everything in their life was for them, for their growth, for their awakening. In the darkest of times, even then, we can remember that you were there wanting to guide us into our healing. And so we ask for a beautiful healing today, God, for everyone who is listening. Lift them up out of any imprisonment that they've created for themselves. Lift them up so that they can feel your love and your light and your healing through every cell, every fiber, and every tissue of their being. Let them feel the pulsating energy of your love. We know that it's here and we know that it can be right now. So take a moment in this silence and allow, allow this to happen for you. What you feel in your body, allowing your body, your heart, your mind, and your spirit all to come into a place of peace. Good. Take another breath. You can open your eyes. So I want to thank you so much for being here on this journey. I love all the comments that you've been giving, all the feedback that has been so encouraging. Thank you for being you. I cannot wait to continue this journey with you and guide each and every one of us into higher places and deeper places within ourselves so that you can truly feel the beautiful, most magnificent essence of who you are. I love you. Until next time, bye for now.
0: Thank you so much for listening in. Please like, share, and subscribe to this podcast so you won't miss an episode. If you'd like to work with Sandy privately, go to sandyalemian.com
1: to learn more. Thank you for tuning in.